The sport of mixed martial arts is filled with some absolute jokesters. You wouldn't think it, and maybe it's a way to deal with the extreme toll this sport takes on them, but there are so many fighters who are legitimately funny. It really seems to go far beyond what other sports have to offer, too. Maybe that's because there's more promotional work that needs to be done in MMA. It's hard to pinpoint down why we have so many comics in mixed martial arts, but the best are as funny as anything you'll find elsewhere looking for a good laugh. Now, we're not talking about fighters who might make you chuckle, but probably aren't trying to. That's a completely different category entirely. Entirely, Tito Ortiz would probably top it. So if your favorite funny fighter isn't on the list today, the Diaz brothers, Jorge Masvidal, Brock Lesnar, just know it's because our focus on this list is the ones actively trying to get a laugh, not inadvertently. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and these are 10 genuinely hilarious fighters. Number 10, Forrest Griffin. Hey, I didn't see you there. From his appearance on The Ultimate Fighter all the way through to the work he does for the UFC brand today, Forrest Griffin has been consistently hilarious and almost effortlessly. He's not telling jokes, he's not writing out clever promos, he's turning his oddball sense of humor up to 11 when there's a camera in front of his face, and it's largely part of his charm. Guy Anderson Silva, kind of a good fighter from what I hear. Is he? I don't, I don't really know that much about him. Are you terrified of this guy? Yeah. In the mid-2000s, the sport was filled with plenty of humorless, aggressive fighters who weren't really displaying much of their personality when given the chance. But Griffin was able to show through his dry humor and willingness to be the butt of jokes that fans would be ingratiated by that kind of realness, and it made him far more relatable and more likable. He's one of the rare types that can make anything seem funny simply by his delivery alone. Are you emulating Anderson Silva at all with training partners here? No, I'm not even trying. But make no mistake about it, he is also very clever. I read both of his books at the height of his popularity, and his sense of humor is present on every single page. His goofball persona is in large part what makes him so great for the type of work he does for brands like Toyo. Yeah! Still got it! Yes! Metro PCS, and of course the UFC. Forrest's humor has made him one of the most likable fighters the sport has ever seen, and while his humor is more subtle than many on our list, it cannot be stated enough how much he helped clear a path for more fighters to show that side of themselves publicly. Number 9. Rampage Jackson you know that one relative who always has some quick little witty one-off joke to say whenever you bump into them at like a family party or when you see them randomly at the grocery store? That is Rampage Jackson. He is a natural entertainer, and generally, if you put a microphone in his face, he's going to try and make you laugh. I'm gonna put a mic on you if that's cool. Just don't touch my nipples. All right, I'm gonna go up the shirt. Fucking douse the shit out of you. It's quite the juxtaposition to his in-cage persona, which is of course violence personified. He's terrified, but catch him after a win, and he's immediately back to the humor. This little, this little, this little thing right here is swollen. Honestly. Even when he's upset, he tries to be funny. Case in point, his criticism of Joe Rogan's commentary back in 2012. Whenever a guy is a jiu-jitsu fighter, Joe Rogan might as well be like playing old the rusted trombone, like, hmm, he's a jiu-jitsu guy. <laughs> While he's fully aware of the benefit of being humorous, you get the sense that this is just who Jackson is. He's not going out of his way to turn on some kind of persona he thinks will win him over with the fans. He's doing it because that's just who he is, and he likes to make people laugh. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. I thought he was really funny in the A-Team movie. I respectfully disagree. Now, more than a few times, Rampage's attempts at humor have definitely crossed the lines into poor taste, but most often you're guaranteed to be getting a chuckle whenever Jackson's given a microphone. Okay, take care, Santa. All right. You're a grumpy motherfucker. Number eight, Boss Rootin'. 
The thing that's great about Boss Rutan is that he is aware of how absolutely over the top his very existence is, and he uses that to make people laugh. He's absolutely bursting with energy and charisma. The expectation that Boss is going to be silly really shouldn't be there because he looks like someone who can, will, and wants to murder you. But that's part of what makes it all so great. Of everyone on this list, Rutan might be one of the most well-known too, not because of his fighting career, but because a huge chunk of the population has seen his hilariously viral self-defense video, even if they don't know his name. Don't, don't you ever do this. Every second of that video is a classic. If you've never seen it, first of all, where have you been? Secondly, watch it immediately after this video, and then come back and watch some more MMA on point. What's truly great about that video is that Rudin is aware. He is peppering in that humor. That was not an accident. She tried to kill me. So I gotta return it the favor. Rutan's commentary career was absolutely carried by his infectious positivity. He was always smiling, always telling a joke or goofing around with either the fighters or fellow broadcasters. He has all these amazing life stories that he tells in interviews and on podcasts. And every single time, he delivers the story in a way that really drives home the humorous aspects. He's silly, he's over the top, he's funny as hell. Boss Rutan is an innovator of both violence and hilarity in mixed martial arts. Mama's gonna buy you a <laughs> Number 7. Darren Till Darren Till has always been a fairly humorous character. He's a bit larger than life, people find his Scouse accent unique and somewhat charmingly funny, especially when he's cursing, which he's doing a lot. Maybe I might have to tone it down, but I'm not gonna come to- oh, sorry. <laughs> He's a great interview, he's a great shit talker. But what has turned Till into comedy gold recently is a lot of free time. Ever since the pandemic began, when Till wasn't training, he was pretty much consistently shit posting online. Be it Twitter or Instagram, Till has been absolutely gold these last few months and proven he's one of the funniest fighters on the roster. Whether it's his ridiculous feud with Mike Perry, in which he created an entire website called MikePerryIsABum.com, or his regular Photoshop profile changes, which have turned Darren into Michael Bisping, Dana White, Joe Rogan, literally everybody. He seriously had so many of these done, and every single time it's hilarious. I think possibly one of the funniest, though, was John Morgan of MMA Junkie with the caption, I have the first 687 questions. That's amazing. Till's recent increase in meme-tastic content has certainly died down as he prepped for his fight with Robert Whitaker, but here's hoping that he gets right back on the horse and gets back to posting very soon. <laughs> Number 6. Ben Askren Imagine if an internet troll was also a D1 national champion wrestler and unbeaten in mixed martial arts for a decade, and you have Ben Askren. While his humor has become more widely known and appreciated since he entered the UFC in 2019, make no mistake about it, the funky one has been hilarious for a very long time. His humor largely revolves around clever retorts to seemingly lesser opponents, or at the very least, lesser verbal sparring partners on social media. Askren's Twitter following is largely there to see him take the piss out of the likes of Dylan Danis. Dylan, you're fighting someone who's 3-2 now because Scott Coker knows you suck. Boom, roasted. The UFC, Dana White, or whoever might be the target of his ire that day. And while his internet trolling has been great, boom, roasted, he really got the chance to show how funny he is when he started going scorched earth on every single fighter in the UFC's welterweight division once he joined the promotion. Interview after interview after interview, press conferences, podcasts, seriously, Askren was everywhere. And he was calling out everyone in his hilarious dismissive style. Colby Covington became the 
target of many of Ben's jokes during this era, that's not surprising. He still makes fun of Colby, actually. People don't like Colby, and they probably never will because he's a dipshit. One of the reasons the Masvidal win over him was so fantastic was the pie-in-the-face aspect of it, given that Askren talked levels of shit rarely seen in the sport in the lead-up. But it's all part of the show. Like his mentor Chael, Ben's really not as disrespectful as he appears to be, and 99% of what he says and does is to get a laugh out of the fans. We fight in a cage. What, I mean, I don't understand what more there can be. Like, listen, we want listen. to introduce weapons? Listen, or what do you want man. to do? Listen, like, young man, you know what? I'm older I, than I, you. I'm, congratulations. Number five, Daniel Cormier. There are a few fighters in the entire sport that better understand that MMA is first and foremost entertainment than Daniel Cormier. Yes, of course, it's a sport, it's competition, it's serious business, and you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who'd argue that DC doesn't, in fact, take the sport as deadly serious when he needs to, but he's fully aware that when you turn on anything MMA-related, you want to be entertained, and Cormier often delivers in the form of hilarity. There are a lot of layers here. You have the very blatant stuff, like his cake and chicken sketch at the World MMA Awards. I'm all of about that kick, about that kick, and chicken. But you also have great moments off the cuff, like when he tried to force Luke Rockhold to say I love you live on the air during a UFC Tonight segment. I love you. <laughs> he didn't say it! He didn't say it! Hey, I love you, Luke. <laughs> The other aspect of his game is his incredibly biting and hilarious shit talk. We've discussed before his burial of Ryan Bader's entire career. They said, Daniel, what do you want? I said, I want the easiest fight in the division. I want Ryan Bader. Well, you didn't have to say it like that. But honestly, anytime he engages in trash talk, he's fully aware that the best way to get over someone is to make everyone laugh at them. And DC is an absolute master when it comes to cutting someone down. You know, if you're in class and you get suspended, you don't get to compete, you know? So until John Jones gets his academics in order, he can't talk to me about a fight. He also has that cheesy, lovable, safer dad humor that he peppers throughout his broadcast career. Your hair says TV, your vocabulary says no TV. <laughs> Cormier has the most diverse set of skills as it relates to humor on this list. He is just genuinely hilarious in a bunch of different ways. Everybody gets too relaxed around me. Nobody's safe! <laughs> Number four, Michael Bisping. If two people are going to tear each other down in a public forum, it's usually the person that can come up with the cleverest line that wins the crowd. And of course, the entire point of roasting someone is to get others to laugh at their expense. There are few in all of sports who do this better than Michael Bisping. You look like a fucking idiot. He can spit absolute venom on a dime and completely decimates anyone unfortunate enough to be in his crosshairs. Poor, poor Luke Rockhold. Conceive, believe, achieve. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this being seemingly always sour but hilariously witty persona unfairly works against him, as the expectation at nearly all times is that he's going to say something really funny and a bit rude. But despite that, he still manages to deliver exactly what the fans want. That is hard to do. Boo me? Fuck you. Good luck to you tomorrow, sir. Michael Bisping, ladies and gentlemen! While reviled in his early career, Michael quickly became a fan favorite in the modern era where everyone has become a bit more lax about disrespect so long as it's entertaining. His possibly drunk presser with GSP was fantastic. Go back to fucking Canada. 
His definitely buzzed post-fight championship celebration was incredible. Dude, see, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're an incredible fighter, Luke. You really are, you know, but, but don't be a dick. But it's not just when he's fighting. As a commentator and analyst, Bisping has been more than willing to be a dick for the sake of a laugh. I love you, mate! His podcast is hilarious. Michael Bisping is truly the Don Rickles of mixed martial arts, and everyone is better off for it. Except Luke Rockhold. That guy is such a dick. Number three, Chael Sonnen. The pioneer. When it comes to being genuinely hilarious and using that to your advantage in mixed martial arts, nobody did more than Chael Sonnen. Up to 2010, Sonnen wasn't exactly setting the world on fire in terms of his personality. He always had it, of course, I'm sure, but it would take his rivalry with Anderson Silva for Chael to fully become what we know him as today. The quick-witted charisma machine with thoroughly designed and considered promotional work. In what parallel universe can you punch a man 300 times? He wraps his legs around your head for eight seconds and they declare him the winner. Sonnen has been a longtime pro wrestling fan and realized that by taking the over-the-top nature of a wrestler's persona and mixing it in with his biting humor was a winning combination. Right, guys, I was at craft services with Tito a little bit ago. I threw an orange at his head. It stopped a foot before his head and started circling it like an orbit. Simply nobody was doing this in the sport when Chael did it. He played the cocky funny heel perfectly, doing interviews with a fake belt, trashing reporters. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this where I la- Was that your attempt? <laughs> <laughs> going after Brazil, the Nogueras. I think a black belt under the Nogueira brothers is saying I like I got a free toy and my Happy Meal. I, I don't really. And of course, Anderson Silva himself. Gonna need it to keep your pants up, Anderson, because I'm taking your belt. Chael is the consummate showman. He rarely breaks from his persona. He can spout off a post-fight promo that sounds both rehearsed, but natural enough to be funny and engaging. And he's genuinely quick in a back and forth exchange. Tito always says I'm using my mouth to get my opportunities. The only person I know that made money using their mouth is his ex-wife. Sonnen really did pave the way for humor being a major part of a fighter's public persona. And nearly everyone on this list owes just a little bit of what they have to the bad guy. Number two, Conor McGregor. Who the fuck is that guy? Oftentimes, humor can be used as a weapon, and nobody is deadlier or more voluminous in their attacks than Conor McGregor. All that I'll take sort of over stuff. from here, Nate. You can bounce. <laughs> take, take a coffee break, Nate. And by coffee break, I mean bring no. me my oh. coffee. The champ champ is as sharp as a tack, doesn't get frazzled when under pressure, and can cut like a damn katana when he gets talking about his opponents. Conor, Conor, do you know what wrestling is? I can, I can my balls on your forehead. <laughs> yeah. We've discussed at length McGregor's propensity for researching his opponents and their lives more thoroughly than Batman, and he uses that knowledge a lot of times to set up his jokes. You know, I feel he wants to be at home with his family yeah. and his yeah. kid, and, and I have not, I respect that, that's you know, fine, so that's yeah. why I'm going to whoop his ass and send him yeah. home to his family. <laughs> McGregor's setting of choice to bombard someone with hilarious barbs is the press conference. It's a live setting, they can't get away, and his opponents just don't stand a chance. McGregor has owned many a press conference over the years. His funniest moments most definitely coming during the Go Big press conference where Red Panty Night was born. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Conor McGregor made us rich. Break out the red panties. The second stop of the Mayweather press tour in Toronto. When Floyd was 28, he was on Oscar De La Hoya's undercard. And of course, it must be mentioned, his absolute burial of Jeremy Stevens. Yo, damn well who I am. Who the fuck is that? 
Not to discount his humor and say he's a one-trick pony, Connor has been hilarious on social media. He's also funny as hell in an interview. Honestly, if you put a camera on him for more than a few minutes, he's probably going to do something to try to make you laugh. His quick-witted humor is one of the reasons he's the megastar we know him as today. Proof that laughs can take you far if you know how to use it, and Connor knows how to use it. These custom-made suits aren't cheap. This solid gold pocket watch. Three people died making this watch, you know what I mean? Number one, Derek Lewis. I've been writing comedy now for nearly a decade, and while I would certainly argue that I'm not particularly funny, when you do that kind of thing that long, you learn to appreciate when someone is just naturally better than you at it in every single way, and that appreciation fully deserves to go to Derek Lewis. The man is a comic genius, truly. The Black Beast has always been a humorous guy. Breaking news, Black Beast gets hammered from behind. Actually, that title's already taken on Pornhub. But fans really started taking notice in two ways. One, his post-fight interviews, which are, of course, absolute classics. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. The other way in which fans have discovered Lewis's hilarity, as well as his bizarre sense of humor, is his over-the-top Instagram page. A favorite of Joe Rogan, who regularly shouts out the page anytime he's commentating a Lewis fight. If there's anything fucking crazy going on in the world, Derek Lewis has it on his Instagram page. There is so much more than the highlights, though. We all know my balls was hot, of course. But Lewis has a way in interviews that is truly hilarious. You cannot tell when he's being serious or when he's joking, which is most of the time. No, I'm not retiring. Would you like that? <laughs> no comment. His interactions with other fighters, even. Like when he revealed his beef with Daniel Cormier. He disrespected Popeye's chicken on a commercial for years ago. He has comedic timing, wit, and delivery that is completely unmatched in the sport. He almost has a Will Ferrell or Kevin Hart-like presence where their very being in a room will make someone laugh. Lewis is head and shoulders above his peers in terms of being genuinely funny, and it's going to take some serious effort to dethrone him from this top spot. Huge shout out to Max Randall for editing this video together. Follow him on Twitter at Max underscore Randall. A big, big thank you to Ben Rosette who provided that sweet tune you heard in the intro. Check out his music by clicking the link in the description and go give him a follow on his Instagram and Twitter page at Ben Rosette. Thanks for watching. Please give us a like and subscribe. We've got three new videos or more for you every single week. Let us know what you thought of the video in the comments below. Follow On Point MMA on Twitter and have yourself a wonderful day.